Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, August 24th, and it is hot outside. Mm, It's a cooker. Boy, I wish I had a swimming pool on a well, day like today. You were having a meeting this afternoon. Yes, I offered the swimming pool. Yeah, pool I know. I know. Declined, yeah, that's a good place for a meeting. It would be awesome on a day like yeah. this. And uh, yeah, I did my morning walk like Ugh. I normally do. I, I start out a little before five, and um, I don't know went a couple miles, maybe four, just dripping yeah. with sweat and it, it wasn't bad i mean compared to what it's going to be like right. but um well, crazy times careful out there and stays dehydrated that's right not dehydrated stays hydrated well and i know that some of the school districts mm-hmm. have made the decision to cancel school mm-hmm. and um I, i'll just say i feel sorry for the leaders of our school district because you really can't win in situations <laughs> yes. like this you know what i mean oh yeah I've seen you're, it on you, Facebook. you're gonna have people mad on either side yeah. of the situation so just make the decisions let me just it, right? say this to the people of faith to those of us that uh, wear that label Christ follower. Let's make sure we're uh, we're full of grace, right. you know, because those are tough tough realities. But here's the question: Did you watch the first <laughs> presidential debate last night? Oh, Greg, I did. Okay. I, I for about 15 minutes, and then okay. I, I couldn't stomach it anymore. Yeah. Well, you watch more than 15 because I watched 15, okay. and you watched longer than I, I did. A bit yeah. longer than you. I was yeah. just trying to outlast you. Yeah. And uh, well, the, are you I, ready? Well, I I have. One comment and one question. My comment is, I liked the two people that spoke the least. The least? The best. <laughs> and my question is, does it really matter? I mean, yeah. Yeah. who decides? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do they all vote? Do the Republicans vote? Well, or what? you're I mean, going to have a series do? of primaries and caucuses that yeah. are going to take place. Now, they won't start till I but think, why, January, February. It, we? Yeah. Well, we will eventually. But usually by the time Illinois votes, it's pretty much been decided who is going to be well, the I candidate. I think it's probably been decided already. Well, if yeah. Me, but I mean, Trump I is know. just dominating the polls at this oh, point. Boy. You know, the wild card uh, that I think you just have to acknowledge is he's been indicted right. on three different charges. And today he surrenders the right. Georgia authorities. Right. And again, how will that play out? Nobody knows. But I think there is a possibility that he will, you know, be severely handicapped, I guess you could say, in this race by, <laughs> I would think so you know, in jail. right, right. So I, I just don't understand. So can we know. use the word unprecedented? Remember that word that just was all around 2020? I, don't know I mean, this, I don't yeah. think last night was unprecedented. No, no, no. I don't mean unprecedented. Okay. I just mean the fact that, that he's what you're looking at yeah, is, is unprecedented. But, so so yeah. here's the thing. Anybody last night really jump out at you as someone that you're saying I like or I despise? Well, I like DeSantis because okay. he's the governor where my kids live. Yeah, but and you want him to keep being the governor, job, but I right? I want him to be the governor. Okay. I like Nikki Haley that she admitted yeah. this is not a Democratic problem. This, right. The Republicans have right. Have we both have our hand yeah. in it? Yeah. Um, I don't know the the who was the what's the 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 foreign businessman? What's his Vivek name? Ramaswamy. Yeah. Just. Do you remember my comment to you? <laughs> Interesting. Like you thought he yeah. was on speed. Well, I mean, he I mean, was like, I, I mean, high like high energy, energy on yeah. steroids, yeah. you know, but um, well, yeah, I know. I, I, although I think I like the fact that he said I'm I'm not a politician. And yeah. I liked that about Trump. Yeah. I, he's not a politician. Yeah. But 
I don't know. It yeah. just seems like such a mess. Yeah. How, so, how about you? Who did well, you Well, like? I didn't watch much, yeah. but um, you know, I have told you consistently since I've known you, mm-hmm. I'm a Mike Pence fan. Right. You know, for a variety of reasons. Probably the number one is that I've always felt like he lived out mm-hmm. his Christian walk. Even, even people that I think disagree with him would mm-hmm. have to say he's carried himself mm-hmm. in a Christian way. I didn't really care for him going I after people. That, that's not the night. guy that I've seen before. Yeah. I don't know if a strategist has said, if you want to have a prayer, you got to get aggressive. But my encouragement, I'm not sure if the former vice president is listening to direct line <laughs> or not, but I would just say, be yourself, man. Just be yourself. We're studying this Sunday at Second Church, Acts. 17, and it's when Paul and Silas go to two different communities, Thessalonica and Berea. And I don't know if you remember this text or not, but it speaks about how the Bereans were more noble Mm. in their character. And like my first full-time church, the um, First Christian Church in Moequa, one of our Sunday school classes, they were the loyal Bereans. Mm. And it was the the matriarchs and patriarchs Mm -hmm. of the church. Mm -hmm. And just that whole idea that character matters. Mm -hmm. That's my message, I guess, for all of the candidates is your character matters. Mm -hmm. And a 15 second soundbite where you're kicking tail, Mm -hmm. uh, if it compromises who you are as a Christ follower, I don't think it's worth it. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but 15 months of this awaits us. And I've seen it already on Facebook. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to hide you. I'm going to have to hide you. Well, hey, reach out if you have uh, thoughts (laughs) that you'd like to share with us. Greg at secondchurch.com. Stephanie at secondchurch.com. I thought thought the one guy broke his leg and he was going to be sitting. He he did. But he he was a champ, man. And do you know how he broke his leg? (laughs) No. Playing pickleball. Isn't that awesome? I mean, I it's not awesome liked, that he broke his leg. I liked but the guy. I, I mean, this is I, I like a billionaire, him. self-made yeah. billionaire, governor of North Dakota, yeah. and he's a pickleball player. I love that. I don't know why have I love that. Have you ever played pickleball? I have, yeah. When I was, uh, my last year and a half at Clinton, pickleball, the craze came to Clinton. Now, it's and not it, tennis. It's not. It's like a It's like a combination tennis, badminton, I guess you would say, huh. in, in a lot of ways. Um, you don't have to be in as physical shape as you do like to play tennis okay. but like oh. we had a pickleball court <laughs> well, that we lined out on <laughs> yeah. our parking lot okay and we'd have like people coming out ymca in the winter time huh. it was a craze so huh. okay. anyway and i think pickleball is actually an old um gym game that you would play in school i mean i remember doing it growing up but yeah anyway, i don't remember it. this has nothing to do with what i want to talk about today <laughs> hey couple things before we go to break uh we got a couple events happening at second church that i'm really excited about we've been talking about hymnology mm-hmm. it's this sunday night mm-hmm. 6 p.m yep. um whether it's appropriately named or not what we, is hymnology well we sing some hymns but i have also learned throughout my time doing hymnology just because like i grew up in a baptist church so I know the Baptist hymns, but people who grew up in a Methodist church, they're like, I don't know these hymns. Right. So even if it comes out of a hymn book, not everybody's going to consider it their hymn. But we're doing also some Southern gospel, some spiritual songs. So if you're looking for only hymns, yeah. you're going to get more than that. Well, and the thing about it is... Um you know, I I didn't really know what a hymn was. I thought hymns were just old songs, you mm-hmm. know, and new songs or choruses or mm-hmm. praise songs. And one of my friends, Benji Maurer, who is a worship minister down in uh, Lexington, Kentucky, he said that the term hymn really has to do with how the the song is created, like verse mm-hmm. chorus, verse chorus, where I, I guess that's how a lot of praise choruses are as well. But his but take now they was, have a bridge that you do 14 times. Yeah. So. But here was his take. Ca- 
don't get hung up on it. You know, it doesn't really right. matter right. per se. Right. And so anyway, but it is a great time. And yeah. we're going to tell the story of a couple of the hymns, right. including, I think, maybe the greatest mm-hmm. story behind a hymn. It is Well With mm-hmm. My Soul, mm-hmm. um, Horatio G. Spafford. Right. What a great name. Right. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a great time. And you don't have to be a, a Christian. You don't have to be a member of Second Church to come and be a part of it. And I think we're going to have uh, brownies like brownies and ice cream, and ice cream to follow, which is a great summer snack, right? For sure. So that's For this sure. Sunday night. 6 p.m. And then the other thing I want to talk about is Tracy Thomas has been our discipleship mm-hmm. minister for about 13 months. We've had him on direct line mm-hmm. just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Tracy has been such a breath of fresh air, yes. works so hard. And when I met with him right after he started, one of the things that he I think had assessed is that Second's a really strong church, but he said, I, I think we can do better in the arena of prayer. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. For sure. And so um, we are hosting, I guess you would say, an all-church prayer night. Again, you don't have to be a member of Second Church to come and be a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Wednesday, September 6th at 6 p.m., and we're going to spend time praying. Um, we're advertising a 6 p.m. start time, maybe done at 7, may go a little longer. Mm-hmm. I would say to people, if you have an hour, come and pray. Mm-hmm. If you don't have you know, the time clock, stay as long as you can. Mm-hmm. But I just always think it's great Turn off the TV, you know, disconnect from the music, turn off the video games, come to church and pray. Well, I think sometimes some people, they're at home and they think, I'm going to pray for the church. Well, they don't really know what to pray for. And if you come that evening, we'll have different stations, specific things to pray for. Yeah. Um, You know, different areas of the church. And so I think that helps your prayer life, too. Absolutely. Rather than just sitting in your, well, maybe that's just me sitting in my rocking chair falling asleep. Right, right. um, You know, you'll be up walking around and praying in different stations. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, um, all are welcome to Mm -hmm. come and be a part of it. Well, Mm -hmm. hey, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to give you an update on something we ended with last week. Rich men north of Richmond. And I also want to talk about awakening. It's almost uh, within a month mm-hmm. of when the revival comes to town. It's a direct line. It's Thursday, August 24, Greg and Steph, and we'll be right back after this. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. 
With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie with Greg, or Greg with Stephanie, however you want to say be, that. It can but, be Stephanie with Greg. That's fine. That's I'm okay right. with that. Yeah, yeah. So we're glad to have you with us. And we could not do Direct Line without our sponsors. We have and some so, awesome sponsors. Can I read them off this week? Can you? Yeah, we'll, do we'll, it. We'll, we'll see if I can. Normally, let's, I let's mess one of them it. up. But yeah. really thankful for Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darbies with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tankwash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Maybe I just need to slow down. You know, watching Ramaswamy <laughs> last night, I wondered, is that what I sound like when I'm preaching? Do you I, have I'm, makeup on? I don't know. But he was just like, it was just like a fire hydrant coming out. And I, so maybe I need to slow down. I, I, I don't know. I, I would say I that's probably a wise yeah. thing for all of us. Yeah. Slow down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, I get pretty yeah. excited yeah. when I'm preaching. Right. And I just, I, I wondered, am I Vivek Ramaswamy <laughs> when I'm preaching? So I don't know. Let me know. Reach out. You know, do I need to chill in the pulpit on Sundays? You do I don't know. Pretty, yeah. I mean, you, you pack a lot of info in. I do. And you have a time limit. So you've got to get it in. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll I noticed see. when you read off the sponsors, that was really I well slowed done. Down. Yeah. I chilled out. Maybe it's the weather. Could be. Slowing me down. Could so, be. hey, I want to ask you about the song Richmond North of Richmond. Uh-huh. Um, you asked me about it last week. Yeah. And so <laughs> it debuted number one on billboards. It's either the top 40 or the top 100. I can't remember what it was, but it's the first time that a song has ever debuted at number one where it is an unknown previously unrecorded artist Hmm. and so um it's really starting to gain a lot of traction i guess he has released a second song i don't know anything about it per se i want to go home Uh, is that what it is yeah yeah i think it is but um he has turned down multiple million dollar Mm -hmm. recording offers Mm -hmm. and so um i don't know anything about oliver is it oliver anthony is that right um so. so steph what do you make of this What's your take on this? Well, I think he's quite a musician. I mean, he can pick that, whatever that. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. It's Somebody like a told guitar banjo combo. Something. And yeah. I mean, he's quite talented at it for sure. Um, I mean, I think that he, that's not his only song. Obviously, right. there's others. I mean, I think he, he feels very strongly about the things that he feels very strongly about. I mean. But wouldn't you also say not only he feels very strongly, a oh, whole bunch yeah. of other people are connecting, you know? Either that or right? people just want to get on the bandwagon and maybe. I, but no, maybe. I think I yeah. think there is a connection. I think there is a connection. I mean, yeah. he closed the, his, this other song that he just came out with. I want to go home yeah. with another Bible verse, Mark yeah. eight thirty six. Okay. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And I've heard, I've seen some things on Facebook. You know, people saying, "Oh, if you're a Christian, you shouldn't you shouldn't listen to and support his music because he uses you know profanity." And yeah. I don't know. I'm just glad I nobody am. else 
recording songs uses profanity, uh, right? For sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I, I've started listening when I'm pumping gas, you know, to your story. <laughs> and like three times since last week, I I, now, I haven't had the like staring at me situation, uh-huh. but the windows are down and the music. I mean, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm thinking oh. if my grandchild's in the car, oh, yeah. I'm driving on. Well, you and know? the sad part is there yeah. are kids sometimes right. in the car right. with these right. people that are playing this music right. laced with profanity. Right. And right. it's not just Very suggestive, plain. very... Yeah, it's loud. I, I would even say criminal and sometimes with the, the recommendations that are uh, yeah. being driven. Yeah. So, so I feel like yeah. this guy, I mean, he's just, yeah. he's, like I said last week, he he's seems to be sitting he? in his yard with yeah. his dog and yeah. picking his instrument. And yeah. Now, do we know what kind of dog he has or not? It looked like I, a mutt to me. Oh, my, okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know if he's a golden retriever guy or not. So didn't they talk about that last night on the? They brought up the the See, song. I, I guess I missed that part. Yeah. They, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the, were they two thumbs up or two thumbs down? Uh, well, they just said it seems like they're talking about people a hundred miles north of Richmond okay. in Washington. Okay. He's referring to you and yeah. it struck a chord yeah. with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But again, not all of them are from Washington. Right. So. But they all want to be. They want to be as Washington. from Washington. Yeah. That's right. Hey, the awakening is just around right. the corner. Today is August 24th, and on September 24th, Awakening launches in Ellsworth Park. It's five nights of worship and proclamation and really the call to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Following this break, Jake Weiss is going to join us, as well as Brant Kaler and Joey Fitzgerald. But Jake is going to preach that first night, right. and uh, Courtney Watson's going to bring the word one night. Jeremy Stymack's going to bring the word. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Lang, who was on direct line a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. will preach. And mm-hmm. then Aaron Zickman mm-hmm. is the fifth. Mm-hmm. And and again, we're just inviting people to come out at six o'clock each mm-hmm. night at Ellsworth Park. I think they've got a big tent. I think mm-hmm. they've got a big sound system. And uh, I, I don't know that I've ever been to a old fashioned tent revival. I don't know that this is what you would call an old fashioned tent revival, but I just love that it's the younger generation mm-hmm. yeah. that's saying we need to do something. Mm-hmm. And I, I would just say if you're someone that maybe you used to be connected to the church and now you're not, or maybe you've always kind of looked at Christians with that skeptical eye, mm-hmm. maybe give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Just come out, mm-hmm. see, see what mm-hmm. you experience. See, different see. churches, yeah. different worship yeah. teams Absolutely. participating. So Absolutely. it's not like one church is well, driving you've got this. five speakers from five different churches, right. which I think is really a great yeah. thing. Yeah. So Hopefully I love it. Hopefully the weather will be good and yeah. it'll just be a time to reflect. And I mean, I think they're just really asking God to move. Yeah. It kind of based on what was the what was the revival at the is it Asbury? Asbury, yeah, Asbury, yeah. Kind of based on that, you know, yeah. just organic and see what yeah. happens. One more thing: uh, two weeks from Saturday is the Steps for Life, which is the reinvented mm-hmm. Walk for Life mm-hmm. with the Women's Care Clinic. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, we had my friend Paul Diarman at mm-hmm. church. Um, man, Paul was a rock star. He was was in all five services. He shared his testimony. He is such a passionate young man. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just blown away. That day he raised $5,500. No, he had a $5,000 match. uh, Got home and the anonymous donor that said, I'll match to five, has now said he'll match to 10. Wow. Checks have been coming in. I I think his total's got to be close to $8,000, which is really $16,000. He's going to be at our friend Dave Anderson's church church this Sunday, uh, D1 Naz. I think he's also going to be at a, I don't want to name any other churches at this point because it's not finalized, mm-hmm. but I've talked to mm-hmm. a couple.
couple other leaders. Mm-hmm. And um, I just love Paul's faith. So thankful for his mom and dad, mm-hmm. Craig and Mary Lee, and their willingness. They were with him. That's right. a long morning. Yes, second, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. and they were with him every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, he really connected with a lot of people. And I just say, I think the Women's Care Clinic, in my heart, is a first among equals mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. ministries in this community. Right. I, I'm on right. board with all of them. Right. But you look at the day in, day out impact mm-hmm. before birth, during birth, after birth, helping parents mm-hmm. be the best parents they possibly can be, mm-hmm. um, helping women that have had abortions that right. are really struggling right. with post-abortion regret. I, I just, I love the ministry. I give to the ministry mm-hmm. every month, and mm-hmm. I would just encourage people. This is a crucial time for the mm-hmm. Women's Care Clinic, mm-hmm. and if you want to know more about it, please reach out to me, Greg, at secondchurch.com, mm-hmm. or come downtown to Temple Plaza right. on Saturday morning, September 9, for Steps for Life. You don't have to run, do you? You don't have to run. You, you don't walk. have to walk, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, we want walkers. Yeah. We want runners. But what we really want is givers. That's right. right? That's right. That's right. That's right. So, hey, uh, let's go to break. When we come back, mm-hmm. we've invited the three guys at Second Church that do student ministry mm-hmm. to join us. Jake, Brant, and Joey. We'll hear from them. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, August 24, and we'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Hear now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, August 24. It's Greg and Steph. And again, thanks for joining us for Direct Line. And we've got a full studio. We've never had this many people it's gonna get in the studio here, before. Woo! So we picked the hottest day of the year <laughs> to do this. But we're so thankful to have Jake Weiss, Brant Kaler, and Joey Fitzgerald join us on Direct Line. Steph, they're the youth ministry team at Second Church. Yes, and I know. Uh, I last, there. I la- well, last there, yeah, night, I, I was at church 
for the Disciple Making 101 yeah. class that Jim Estep was leading. Kenna had a training, but right. I went outside and it was JHM <laughs> kickoff night and it was really hot, let me tell you. But what was really cool is these guys had a fire truck there that was spraying down the students. There was Kona ice. I didn't get any uh, Kona ice. I hear that's really awesome. They were feeding them watermelon, which a uh, watermelon was uh, delicious. This one little dude, I, I don't know what his name is, he just kept coming back and coming back. I was talking to Lynette Morris and he would look at me like, is it okay? I'm like, dude, it's watermelon. Well, Go for it. I saw a video. It looked like a ton of kids. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. How many do you think were out there? We don't know official numbers yet, <laughs> um, but I've heard anywhere from 120, wow. something like that. Yeah. And you guys do JHM every Wednesday night, right? Every Wednesday. And JHM yeah. stands for Junior High Ministry. Junior High Ministry. So yeah. that's yeah. 120 junior fifth high eighth grade. kids. Fifth yeah, through fifth through eighth grade. grade. Wow. Yeah, and that's great. Wow. And yeah. you guys meet from 6 to 7.30. Yep. And then on Sunday night, you guys do HSM, yes. high school ministry. Yep. That's 5 to 7. Is that yes. right? Yep. And so you don't have to be a part of Second Church. You don't have to be a part of any church to right. come and be a part of student out, ministry. It's about That's awesome. Blessed, That's so. awesome. Now, Joey, Joey's our intern. Joey's from yep. Missouri, but he yes. went to college in t or is going to college in Tennessee, Johnson University. Johnson University. And uh, Joey preached on Sunday. Stephanie, give Joey a word about his message on Sunday. <laughs> Great job, Joey. Thanks, I was impressed Stephanie. that you had your slides done early in the week and you had a run through. Um, you were a good communicator. Really good. That. Yeah. Thank you. Great job. It's a great opportunity. So really. I didn't mean to be snarky earlier. I, I mean, know, I know that they work. Yeah, a no, bit, I know. But I know. So I, I apologize. I, I really didn't mean to be snarky. It's all good. So, yeah. Okay. No, it's all good. Yeah, Joey did a great job. So, Joey, here's the question. Your mom was here. She was. Um, were you nervous Sunday morning? Well, you know, I tell you what, I think I was more nervous for Wednesday. When you had to when preach for some preached. of us. Yeah. yeah practiced yeah. it in front of some of the staff. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. How yeah. many times? have you spoken publicly like in that kind of setting uh, probably about 10 okay. okay yeah 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 you did a great job mm -hmm. all three of you do a great job yeah, communicating sure. i think that's Thanks. a super important mm -hmm. deal a week ago jake you preached in next gen mm -hmm. yeah and so if you ever want to check out these messages you can always go to our website i think we have all of our messages for the last mm -hmm. couple of years on the website and check it out but i i want to really dig deep in this first segment with you guys just about teens today mm -hmm. there's a lot that's been written about pressures that teenagers are facing. There, there's all kinds of struggles that we see that are unfolding. You guys are on the front lines of trying to really help teens. And so let's just dive in. What are some of the factors that you think teens are really facing? Jake, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, I think a, a big one a lot of students are facing today um, is just isolation and loneliness. Uh, I think since since COVID, really, we've just seen this spike um, Pretty, pretty high. Uh, I think a lot of students and social media has a, a role to play in that as well. Uh, but I think a lot of students, uh, I'd say we're, we're the most connected generation ever, but we're also the most lonely generation ever. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. And you know, one of the sessions you talked, Joey, in your mm -hmm. sermon Sunday about GLS and yeah. just, how, and it was just a great time. But one of the sessions that's had the most talk since the GLS was on isolation mm -hmm. and on loneliness. Mm -hmm. I can't remember her name, the, the blonde lady, but um, really, really powerful message. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. really resonated with people. But it sounds like on the teenage level, it's almost at an epidemic level. Mm hmm. And so how do you think student ministry, whether it's at second or someplace else, how does it respond to that problem in the life of a sixth grader or a ninth grader or an 11th grader? What can you guys do? 
Well, we, we just try to create a community where every student wants to belong and where they know that they belong there. And so we have three words that we, we say a lot in student ministry. We want every student who comes to our doors to be known, valued, and loved. And I think that that plays a role in helping create a community aspect where students have a place to belong, where they want to come and have a, a community that they want to be a part of. Yeah. Now, I know you guys have had the opportunity to spend some time in some of our schools, which I think is really awesome. How's that play out, Brent, when you go to a school and maybe you're hanging out? Is that something that you really feel like you're received or do you feel yeah. like it's not so great? What would you say? Yeah, I, well, first off, it's just so different from the school that I went to. So I, I graduated. My high school class was three people. Oh, so, wow. Like, I went wow. to a tiny school. Right? So were you valedictorian? Uh, no, third of my class right there. Third of my class. Um, okay. but, were you voted most likely uh, to succeed? Uh, no? No. Oh, okay. No, not even close. Um, I don't even think I made the top three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but walking into, like, a school like, um, you know, Northridge is the one that we get to a lot. Mm -hmm. Huge school. And you yeah. just have all kinds of kids with, you know, different things. And uh, Jake and I, we go for lunches. And, you know, you just walk in and you immediately see just a different dynamic, you yeah. know, where this table just has a ton of kids who are like each other. And then there's this completely different table. And uh, there's just a lot of tension, I think, mm. and maybe even frustration. And I think a lot of it just comes from man, just a misunderstanding of one another. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. Um, so it's just you go in and you never expect, you know, know what to expect for that day. Uh, but I mean, Jake and I love it because we just get to go in and. Uh, some students, you know, you sit down, you're like, okay, you don't want to talk to me. I get it, you know. <laughs> but there are other students who, man, they just don't have anybody to talk to mm -hmm. during lunch. Yeah. And you get to sit down and get to hear about their story. And yeah. I have cool. a question. When we're talking about this isolation and loneliness, do mm -hmm. you find that kids today, do they feel isolated even from their own parents and maybe siblings? Or is home still a safe place where they feel connected? Or has it become... We're sitting at home in our different rooms on different devices, yeah. and we're not I, even I connecting with our families. Do you see that, or is, is that something I'm just wondering? I think it's I mean, definitely different for every family, mm -hmm. right? But mm -hmm. it's definitely a really easy thing to do, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, especially um, right now with social media. There's always something to do on your phone. Like, mm -hmm. it will never – There's like, if you're on TV, it's like, oh, something's coming on. I don't want to watch it, whatever. Like, yeah. But on social media, it's like, oh, this is cool. Next one. And mm -hmm. so there's always something to do. Um, and so it really, you don't have that feeling that you want to go out and make the connections with maybe your parents or, mm -hmm. cause I mean, why, you know, you got all this stuff that relates directly to you and yeah. it's for you. And so I think that that can be a huge obstacle with loneliness, with friendships, but yeah, especially in, in the household too. You know, another issue that you guys said kids or teens are facing that's maybe even growing is just the reality of busyness, just mm -hmm. how busy they are, how they're being pulled in so many different directions. And, you know, I thought I was busy when I was in high school and I look at like what my kids went through and man, I, I had a walk in the park. It was nothing compared to what my kids faced mm -hmm. with sports, with pressures to be mm -hmm. a part of clubs, all kinds of different things. So Jake, I want you to talk about how does that directly impact student ministry the busyness of students how's that impacting what you guys are trying to accomplish at second church yeah i think there's there's so many different things that are you know pulling for students time and attention and uh and unfortunately for a lot of families church and student ministry isn't at the top of that list um and so it's it's not important for them they're not prioritizing it uh, which means you know they're they're going to do other things instead of be a part of the church and what god's doing there um, so that busyness, it's huge, but we also see that students, man, they're just, 
they're just tired too. Right. Uh, there's there's a lot going on on their plates, and they need to they need to slow down too. My dad always said, "Busyness is not godliness." Right. And so when you're too busy, uh, man, you're not going to be able to actually stop and see what God's doing, even right in front of you. Yeah. Um, or even hear God speak to you either. Uh, so I think our students need to learn how to how to slow down and how to spend time in God's Word and to listen uh, to the voice of God and and carve out that time in their lives. That's um, really though a parental. Uh, responsibility, especially at a junior high level, they can't drive. <laughs> yeah, they don't get to decide where they go. So par- parents have to be the ones to make those decisions. Yeah. This is how busy you're going to be, and how busy we're going to be as a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know, adults, we we just get caught up in it too. I think getting too busy. Yeah, and I think a lot of parents are you know vicariously living yes. through their kids uh-huh. and whatever they missed out on, they're trying to make up for in their students' lives. And so we see students who are literally playing sports all year long and right. uh, they can't go to summer camps with us because they're gone on some i know some kids who are on two or three travel ball teams right over the summer right and then they get back into school and then they're on their sports teams and they're still doing uh you know triple a or whatever other programs there might be and they're just they're doing a lot yeah and uh, because of that they can't be a part of what's happening here in, in student ministry mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and more importantly just taking that time personally to to grow in their own mm-hmm. faith. I want to talk about that with Joey. Joey, a, another pressure that we see with the busyness is that it's impacting students' spiritual lives. Absolutely. How, how have you seen that play out? Maybe how did you see that play out growing up even? Yeah, so I feel like a lot of teens today, they just, I mean, a lot of what Jake was saying, just they don't have time to slow down and really invest in their relationship with God. And you know, as we know, our, we believe here in student ministry that there's nothing more important for a teen to invest in their future than investing in their spiritual time with God. Right. And, you know, I tell all of my students 30 minutes, you know, just get up 30 minutes earlier yeah. in the day, spend time with God, whatever you're doing. Yeah. And it'll directly impact your entire day, you yeah. know, whether you are doing sports or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you make time for what you love. Yeah. And so a lot of times, you know, like what Jake was saying, you know, sports has become such an idol yeah. mm-hmm. for, for a lot of our teens and stuff. And, and it's not just sports, you know. Uh, for me, you know, growing up, a lot of it was school. Yeah. Like homework. I was doing summer work all throughout the time right. that I was in high school and middle school. And so a lot of our students are so stressed out because of all of the work that they have to do that they feel like they have no time for anything else. Right. And that is so detrimental to the spiritual lives of our teens because, you know, again, they, they feel like they have no time for church. They have no time for, for youth group and just really finding a place that they can belong. Yeah. And so it's so important that, you know, parents help their students to invest, build those disciplines yeah. to invest in their spiritual futures because, you know, the Bible tells us that when parents invest in their kids spiritual lives it'll carry with them throughout their entire lives right you know it's that's great starts here it starts at this age right now brent one of the things we talked about yesterday when we were working through this interview is just the pressure that students feel about their future you know um do you see that playing out yeah i mean that's so much more of a focus i think even since i was in high school you know we just having fun and that obviously still happens but there's just a sense of I think social media drives into this because you see all the success from the people mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. And so you want to have that success. And so you look for it in whatever you're doing. And so if that's sports and a lot of students think that their success is going to be wrapped up in their travel ball team, because that's just the way that they can get to the next level. But yeah. whatever it is, I mean, students are pushing and pushing and pushing for that success. 
And, you know, I see it and I, I understand it. It's like, man, you just want to set yourself up for a life that you get to have success. You get to have what the, the world wants to give you. Um, but then you're missing out on eternity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you're missing out on what, what God has for you now. And you're chasing something that's going to um, not fulfill you. And right. it's not going to last. You know, I was so moved this summer. We showed this in church. I showed it in Decatur a couple weeks ago when I had the chance to preach there. But it was the press conference from the College World Series. It was the Oklahoma Sooners mm -hmm. ladies. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about the difference between joy and happiness. But they basically preached the gospel, which right. the NCAA was not looking for and ESPN was not looking for. But I have had more parents and grandparents reach out and say, mm -hmm. I found that clip and showed it to my kids. I found that clip and showed it to my grandkids because it's exactly what you're talking about mm -hmm. is here are these most accomplished softball players, probably the, the best softball players in the world. Mm -hmm. And they're basically saying, it's not about softball. It's about Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, and that's a great mm -hmm. message. It really is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, hey, anything else you guys want to tackle? We're going to go to break in just a minute. But any other pressures you want to speak to before we go to break that you think teens are facing, Jake? I think a big one is identity. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Students and man, a lot of students are looking to to society um, to tell them who they are. Yeah. And man, we've seen the results of that, and it ends in chaos and confusion. Yeah. And uh, a lot of students are trying to find find out who they are and what their purpose in life is by simply looking within themselves yeah. instead of looking to Jesus. Yeah. And I think when students look to Jesus, man, that that Jesus has a, a better answer than this world can provide of yeah. who you are and what your purpose in life is. And that's not a new struggle. That struggle for identity, I mean, it, you read all through the Bible, people are struggling yeah. with that, and yet you're exactly right. There's hope in Jesus. Well, but I think identity is a bit, it's a bit more now when it's truly your identity. Are you a boy or are you a girl? Sure, I mean, down sure. to the most basic. Sure. And yeah. sure. I'm assuming, are you seeing that oh for sure rise up where years ago when we, you and i were in right. high school greg right. Th right. We, there wasn't ever that conversation. I, I agree. That's so true. i'm saying i think there is a deeper attack on teenagers identity today yeah, yeah. they're yeah. looking to their sexuality to find their identity mm -hmm. instead of looking to jesus to find yeah. their identity mm -hmm. yeah and man we've we've seen how that plays out our world is more confused today than ever yeah um, but jesus ways they always end in clarity and in peace. Yeah. Um, and so students need to look to Jesus to find out who they are and what their purpose in life is. And he has a better answer than this world can provide. That's a good word. Well, hey, let's go to break. This has kind of been maybe the Debbie Downer part of the interview. But I want to talk about some good news because 2023 has been a great year. There have been some real victories in student ministry that I want to talk about. It is direct line with Jake and Brant and Joey, the youth ministry guys at Second Church. It's Thursday, August 24. And we'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home. With starting pay up to $14 per hour, 
career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- Two six zero five six four seven. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg, and thanks for sticking with us for this hour. And uh, we have in studio with us, it's a hot studio. It's heating up really quick because we got Joey and... Brant and Jake, and I call them the boys. I mean, you and I are middle-aged, I We're would old. say. We're old, middle-aged. I feel it and, every day. And these guys are young. So they Jake are. just has first baby. Is it, did Anthem turn two yet? He's almost one and a half. Almost one and a half. Yep. Brant just got married. married. Yeah. And Joey, I don't know what's going on in your personal life, but... <laughs> Amen. You're still in college. <laughs> You're still in college. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what's going on in his personal life. He's trying to figure out what yeah. happens in December, right? That's yeah. true. That's when absolutely. you graduate from Johnson, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And nothing you want to announce on the horizon, or you don't even know what nope. the horizon is? Just starting yeah. interviews right now, yeah. so yeah. it's going well, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I say that respectfully. I mean, you're young men, but I call you the boys just because of your age. But let's talk about some of the wins that you have had in ministry, maybe just even this year, in 2020. Talk, talk a little bit about some of the, the wins that you've experienced in your ministry. Jake, let's start with you. I'd say one of the, the biggest wins and one of the most you know public wins that, that's easy to see is we've just had a lot of life change and transformation, and uh, we've, we've been able to see a, a ton of baptisms this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many. It's, it's over 30-something, mm-hmm. um, but a, a lot of baptisms, mm-hmm. and that's nothing we've done. That's all God yeah. uh, working and moving in students' lives, but... The week before Easter, we just challenged students to respond to the gospel, and mm-hmm. we had a lot of students come forward saying they wanted to follow Jesus. And ever since then, we had a, a baptism a week or more baptisms uh, for for a solid month mm-hmm. or longer, um, which it's is such incredible. a obviously a visual thing. It's the whole congregation sees it, or, or your whole mm-hmm. your whole group sees it, and I think it could spark a lot of conversations for someone who might not know what baptism is. Why why is my friend doing this? Why yeah. are they getting in this tank of water? And it can just spark a lot of conversations that I could see why it would might lead to more people saying, "Well, I, I want to do that too." Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think, you know, I think the gospel message. I think it's irresistible. I think it's you know mm-hmm. when people see the love of Jesus on display, it's it's irresistible. Mm-hmm. And students want that; they want to be a part of it. And it's incredible what God's doing in their lives. Yeah, Brant, how about you? What have you seen? You're the high school yeah. minister. Yeah, so there have what been, have you so been many, seeing? so many cool things that have happened this summer through our trips. And mm-hmm. we just got done talking about what are some struggles that students have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think it, at this point in time, it's man really hard for people to come and to see their need for Christ. Mm-hmm. But when these students 
find that need for Christ, mm-hmm. man, they are on fire mm-hmm. and in a way that, man, maybe we've never even seen before. And that's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. So this summer, we took a, a group of about 16 students down to Louisville. We served the community for a week, uh, had a great week. We came back, though, and these students, they decided, hey, this is you know something that we did in Louisville, but this need is everywhere. Right. And we just want to be a, a, a light in a dark space. We want to serve the community we're in. Mm-hmm. So they've already gone out and they picked up trash uh, mm-hmm. just outside of Walmart here in mm-hmm. Dianville. Mm-hmm. Did that for like two, three hours. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they baked cookies and took them to a, uh, a retirement home and just handed it out and got to talk to people. And mm-hmm. uh, and they're just students who want to make a difference, yeah. you know, and it's just so cool to see. And that's a huge win for the ministry because we don't we don't just want to tell people about the gospel. I mean, we want students who believe mm-hmm. it and show the gospel mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. What so, I love about that is mission trips are life-changing. Yeah. But a lot of times the thought is, I'm going to go to Africa, mm-hmm. serve for a week, come home, just get back to my life. Yeah. You're saying they went and served in Louisville, Kentucky, yeah. and said, we can do this here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what an awesome example mm-hmm. that teens are setting. Yeah, yeah. Sure. that's sure. that's cool. Joey? Yeah. And speaking of you know mission trips in the area where yeah. you're at, we took our JHM, our middle schoolers, to Danville, right here, Danville, <laughs> Illinois. And we so we sent them out and we're doing service projects. We did it for two days. The first day we had kind of two different locations. We were up in Bismarck Park and we also had a, a group of middle school girls at the Danville Rescue Mission. Yeah. Painted rooms for about <laughs> four and a half hours. Wow. It was long. Yeah. It was tiring. But man, it was really really amazing to see the the heart mm-hmm. of these middle schoolers who just wanted to serve and mm-hmm. pour back into the community that has blessed them so much and so really just seeing the heart of you know like Brant said just seeing the heart of what God is doing in the lives of teens and then seeing them try to do that in their community mm-hmm. has been really amazing and really awesome to see Jake, you said something, I think it was you that said it yesterday when we were meeting, that it's harder than ever for students to believe the gospel. But Or maybe Brant said it, I can't remember who said it. But for those that do believe, man, they are on fire. Mm-hmm. They are absolutely yeah. on absolutely. fire. That stuck with me. Yeah. And it reminded me of the Jesus Revolution movie. You brought that up. You know, There's that yeah. line in the Jesus Revolution movie where my people are seeking God, they just don't know it yet. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, is that playing out in 2023? What do you think about that? Do you think that's possible? Oh, absolutely. I think so. I think all of our students, they are, they're seeking and they're searching for something to fill a void in their heart. Yeah. And a lot of them are turning to, to sex, to drugs and alcohol, to, you know, popularity, whatever it may be to try to fill that void. But what our students are finding is nothing in this world can ever fill that void in your heart. And the reason is because the Bible says, well, you were created for something this world can't offer. Yeah. You know? um, Yeah. um, Yeah. And the reason that we long for more is because you were created for more. You were created for an eternity with God for a relationship with him. And, uh, man, only Jesus can fill that void in their hearts. And so yeah. I think once they discover that, man, like Brant said, it, it sets them on fire and yeah. we've seen the results of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, that's great. I, I can't imagine that there are many JHM or high school ministry age people listening to AM radio this Thursday morning. You don't morning. think so? I don't well, think so. Well, there's no school there, in Danville. Maybe Surely they are. they're up listening. Maybe they are. But how do parents and grandparents play a role? What is? What would you say to maybe a grandma that's listening or a grandfather that's in his truck driving? What is important for us to know? Greg and I are now grandparents. Parents, what what do you encourage parents and grandparents? I would say never doubt your influence. Um, I think parents and grandparents play a huge role in the spiritual development of their their kids, their grandparent or their grandkids. Um, when I was growing up, I grew up in a small church, 
Uh, but every Sunday I would I would see my dad stand up and sing because he sang, I would sing. And I'd mm-hmm. see him open his Bible during the sermon. And because he had his Bible, I brought my Bible. I'd see him at home read his Bible. And because he read his Bible at home, I started getting into my Bible. And so when parents are leading that example in their homes, students are going to naturally follow. They're going to see that example. They're going to they're going to take suit. Um, and we've seen that too. We see students, uh, we've been challenging them to get into their Bibles, to start reading their Bibles. And uh, well, that's another huge win that we've seen in student ministry is we've seen a lot of students actually start reading their Bibles. Mm. And I've had parents send me pictures of their kids mm. in the morning, you know, laying on their floor, reading their Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were out at camp this summer and our, we were waiting on our bus. Our bus broke down. And so we were stuck yeah. at camp Yeah, and we were at the basketball court, same volleyball court. And we had students sitting there reading their Bibles uh, when they could have been out playing mm-hmm. games. That's and, awesome. Um, yeah, that's a huge win. And so parents and grandparents, they play a huge role in that too. Um, so I would encourage you, man, lead the charge in that. That's really good. You know, I was at a CIY conference when I was in high school before my senior year, and they challenged us, what would happen if you read one chapter of your Bible every day? And I got up early most days mm-hmm. my senior year and read through my Bible. And I can't even remember one time what I read, but I just remember that changed my whole disposition mm-hmm. as I went off to a secular large high school in Champaign. And I think there is absolute power in the word. I would just say student ministry is why I'm where I am today. You know, my youth ministry changed my life and it was CIY trips, it was mission trips, but it was really just youth ministers, youth sponsors, week in, week out, loving me, um, showing me grace when I probably didn't deserve that grace, mm-hmm. encouraging me to go to Bible college. Joey, you said yeah, the same thing. As I your... had the exact same story. I grew up moving around. I've moved out of state seven times. Wow. And so, you know, when I was in Georgia, Ackworth, Georgia, I found I was invited to Northwest Christian Church, and it was that same idea. I had a community of people who cared about me, who prayed about me, and it was who wanted me to be there, and it was something I never had before. And I knew that because they did, God was the same way. Yeah. That God genuinely cared for me and chased after me. And like you said, it changed my life. I wouldn't yeah. be here today if it wasn't for those people. That's awesome. Well, hey, our time is almost up. Real quick, though, Jake, junior hires need to get connected. How can parents and grandparents get their junior high students involved at Second Church? Yeah, follow us on social media, on Facebook or Instagram, JHM Second Church. You can see all kinds of updates, information there about what's happening. Uh, Sunday mornings, we meet at 920 at Second, back in the student building. So we'd love to see your kids there. And then Wednesday nights, 6 to 730, uh, we'd love to see you come on out to the student building. And Brant High School, what's the connection yeah, points? Yeah, same thing with Instagram. Uh, go to uh, HSM Second Church, and then we're going to meet at 920s on Sunday mornings up in 202. It's just up the stairs. Yeah. And then Sunday nights, 5 to 7, just kicking off. So I ran into your wife Sunday morning yeah. uh, between services, and she was making copies because so many students showed up. We you didn't have enough copies. most <laughs> students that we've ever had up there uh, this last Sunday. That's so awesome. just really cool stuff happening. That's We'd love awesome. for you guys to come and be a part of it. So. Well, Jake, Brant, Joey, thanks for joining us. Thanks Thank for you all that you do. Thanks for being on the yeah. front lines. And Steph, I hope you survived the heat today. Uh, next week's going to be a great week on Direct Line. Brian Carpenter mm-hmm. and Daniel Chapel from FCA are going to be with us. Okay. So on behalf of uh, Garrett, the sound guy, and Steph, the co-host, and Jake, Brant, and Joey, thanks for listening to Direct Line, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>